You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. With over twenty years working in wellness, aromatherapy, and beauty, Emily Hoyt channeled her passion for personal care into a company, Lather. With a focus on plant-based formulas, Lather is a pioneer in the clean beauty movement, and is a journey you'll want to hear. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today, and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success, and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder, keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So, if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So, without further ado, it's delight to introduce you our guest for today, Emily Hoyt. Emily just launched Lather in 1999 after experiencing migraines caused by synthetic fragrances, decades before clean beauty is even a thing. Carbon neutral, naturally fragranced with essential oils and focused on sustainability, Lather has grown to span an entire collection of hair, body, face, and self-care products. And Emily's desire to explore all natural ingredients has driven the brand's vision towards educating on what is effective and actually good for our skin. With over 20 years in the market, in stores across the US and in multiple premium luxury spas and boutiques internationally, Lather has maintained its mission of meeting customer expectations with high-quality natural products. And Emily is at its visionary eye. So, Emily, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much. This is such a treat for me, and I'm so excited. Well, you know, I ask all my guests the same question. It's a pretty tough question, but in a nutshell, who is Emily? <laughs> um, in a nutshell, uh, Emily is the founder of Lather and leader of uh, this amazing, amazing company for the past 20 years, as well as a mother, a wife, a, um, I guess, just a, a woman that's always exhausted. <laughs> and always keeping it real. I love that because oh. that's, that's, the, that's the reality half the time. It's, you know, it's not easy to do as everything you're doing, which is a lot. Uh, it can be exhausting, but it's so worth it, I'm sure. So, um, yeah. 
it's it's worth the exhaustion. But uh, I would love to know, you know, start a bit at the beginning of your journey, um, maybe even before the birth of Lather and kind of what brought you to that point? I, I founded Lather really based on a personal need that I had from really early in life. I had severe migraines. They started when I was around five, which is pretty young. And I missed a lot of school. I missed a lot of birthday parties and holidays and fun times with friends because I was, you know, laying down in a dark room. So it really had a huge effect on quality of life. And as I became a teenager, they got a lot worse. And my neurologist suggested that I keep a journal so that I could really pinpoint the triggers. And what I found was that the days that I was around a lot of perfume, maybe I was in carpool with a a mom that wore a lot of perfume, or I, my own mother had an event or a party to go to, and she put on a lot of perfume. I was much worse. So we started as a family to eliminate all the products with perfume, which at first I was assuming would just be the little bottles that were on my mom's uh, dressing table. But actually, we noticed it was really in so many products, Um, detergent and cleaning cleaners for the house. And then my beauty products shampoos, hairsprays, and all the makeup that I was getting into as, you know, 12, 13 year old. So we really wanted to do this test. If we could eliminate them, would the migraines improve? And they did. But I was left with really no fun or exciting beauty products to play with. And I was wanting to figure out what I could use and how to buy a makeup and how to buy things that wouldn't give me a migraine. And so what I found was it was very difficult. I was left with a few unscented items. Uh, Also, what I found was taking a trip to the fancy department store with my mother and getting excited, wanting to find something, was sure there was going to be something, only to be left really sad. And then going to drugstore, what I found was it was the exact same ingredient list. It was, and, and that was just such a shock. There was nothing special. And I realized that it was purely packaging, advertising, you know, the, the, the fluff but not what was inside the bottle. So that just started a lifelong passion for me. I graduated college, uh, worked in public relations for nonprofits, which really focused on trying to send messages out that changed behavior. So I worked on HIV and AIDS prevention, and I worked on teen pregnancy prevention But I realized what I was really passionate about was educating people on what they're putting on their body and searching for different products and learning about ingredients. So I decided to start Lather in 1999. And that's the beginning of my journey. I mean, that's incredible. And I love how also the kind of your whole ecosystem and your philosophy in life, I think you can really see it carry through to the products today because I mean, from working in nonprofit, um, 
there's a lot that tells you already a lot about you as a person and, mm. and, and I'm so glad to hear it and that's also the great thing about doing this kind of podcast is you get to learn a bit more about the founder even before they even created the brand because there's right. a lot there's a lot of back kind of history that kind of is one of the main reasons why the brand was birthed in the first place um but I am right. very curious to know how the name came around because a very it's a very catchy name and I think you're very fortunate as well in 1999 I think you know I don't know was it still the same ball game today was a bit easier to get kind of trademarks and was there more available in the market or no lather was a difficult trademark to get and we were very lucky because it's considered descriptive it's too descriptive and so um but we did get it and we're we're thrilled uh so I, I wanted a name that had a feeling attached to it. And a, a clean beauty was not something that had been, you know, officially defined back then. But I knew I wanted that feeling, feeling clean, feeling like a brand new start, um, at leaving the shower and just feeling like free and happy and like your real self. And to me, we were trying out all sorts of different names, but I just kept coming back to just the feeling of lather. I will let you know also that incidentally, this was before the time that um, uh, surfactants and other things that make lather were were really known to be unhealthy. And so that kind of, (laughs) but... (laughs) But I wanted that I wanted to come, I wanted the customer to understand that it, you wouldn't have to sacrifice or any of that, um, that feeling through our products. In fact, you would be more clean than ever. Um, and, you know, one of our first products uh, was soap, olive oil soap. So I really just thought it all fit. And uh, yeah, we were very lucky to get that trademark. Um, and I'm so oh, grateful amazing. for it. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's a great name. And I also think, um, as you said, it's got a lot of emotive connotations to it. I mean, lathering and it's just very wholesome. So I, I but I can imagine being hard to get the trademark. So congratulations, because that's already Thank a you. feat in itself. <laughs> yeah. um, so what kind of products did you start with? And did you have an intention from day one that it would be this kind of uh, you know, I would say this, like a beast or like this force of like all these amazing beauty products. Yes. Or did you start initially with just a few? Oh my gosh. I had no idea. And honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but what I knew that I wanted to do was really um, get products into people's hands that I could also educate them. You know, at the time I, I was in my early twenties and I had a lot of friends. We were living in Santa Monica there was a wild oat store, which was like the precursor to Whole Foods. And we were shopping for healthy foods and going on runs and going to spinning class and trying to be really healthy. And at the same time, I would watch my friends my age just put on all this junk right after they did all that. So I was very passionate about like, you guys, if you're going to care about what you eat and care about exercise and care about all these things, you don't put on junk that's going to get absorbed into your system and also for our air and, and make me sick. Like, come on. 
So I had to start with easy things because I don't have a background in chemistry or formulating products. So I did learn a lot about different ingredients that I could use, um, essential oils. And there were some actually great companies out there that I was able to search and find. The problem was it was really considered alternative. Like I felt mm-hmm. like I had to put my Birkenstocks on and go in to buy some good products. It was not considered like the mainstream. So I just knew I wanted to get good products in people's hands. Uh, and the first way I did that was with really basic products. I did bath salts, which were super easy. I um, I did soaps. And I did not, I, I partnered with this soap maker that I knew and she helped me. So beautiful handmade soaps with essential oils. And then I did, let's see what I did, candles. And I did a, um, like the bath salt, it was a bubbling bath powder. It was basically baking soda with essential oils. It, it, it just things that were easy to do. And I just sold them. Um, in gift baskets and try to sell them one-offs. That's how it started. And uh, I just, what I realized was there was such a need for this that everyone I talked to was like, oh, I've never thought about that before. I've never, you know, really, I've never even considered what might be. I've never turned the back of my shampoo over, uh, you know, and really read the ingredients or looked at what's in my lipstick and And so I wanted to do it on a larger scale. And so I began to research and find chemists that would work with me and do small runs um, and and try different products and started to get into more of the basic liquids, body wash, uh, lotions, um, shampoos, et cetera. Just they were all very basic at the time, but I, I was learning as I was going. Oh, that's amazing. And I think what's really cool as well is is you've actually really done it grassroots, step at a step. And I think a lot of people feel like at the beginning that they need to have the brand that they want to see in five years straight away. But it does take oh, yeah. time. You need to it learn, does. you need to like also, you know a lot of different factors, right? But you don't even know what the consumer wants. You also need to figure out what the brand is what works for the brand, what doesn't, um, but also for funds. But I, I read somewhere, um, I'm not sure if it's true, but were you self-funded and it's like a very much a, your own? We've never taken outside funding wow. or even a bank loan until until last year. We took uh, the PPP, wow. which we, we, had, we had to, but it was our first time ever um, doing that. And I've had so many conversations, phone calls um, with people, different investors or getting different funds. And in the end, going back to what you just said, for me, I, I need to grow off my customer. I need to, I just need that. I need to know what I'm doing is wanted and, and I need to, that's success for me it isn't so I didn't and I didn't want I don't know I wasn't comfortable you know after this past year (laughs) it was hard to be completely on my own and and have my life in this and and really scared um so but you know so it's made me re 
reevaluate that a little. But up until then, the pandemic, right? We, that that I would say that's a very different approach. Oh but gosh. yeah, up until then, it's been completely yes, self yes, and we've made a lot of mistakes, and yes. we have not grown fast. We've grown slow, and we've grown, you know, incrementally year over year, taking our profits, putting it back, you know, and and that has made me feel really good really proud um and so i i you know i i enjoy doing business that way uh because i truly know at the end of the day if i have succeeded or failed and um but that's me so i i don't know but you know, and what I love about this, and I think this is really important for people to understand and, and even, you know, figure out is decide, you know, what kind of founder or, or business person are you? Because, you know, what seems to me and correct me if I'm wrong, Emily, but you are someone who just really wants to love and appreciate the journey, right? It's not about yeah. how quickly you get there. It's about really being on the ground with the customers with the products enjoying every step because for you it's this is your this is also your baby this is a passion of yours and I think a lot of people who are really quick to grow it's like well why are you so quick like you know when you raise a child you don't quit you don't skip years you you enjoy every that's single right. year and I think that's right it's important to do that and of course if growth happens out of your control like TikTok virality or whatever it is it can, I know for you guys was it true you had like Oprah in 2014 yeah. said it was one of her favorite yes. I mean those thing moments yes. can make you you know make your sales go crazy that day um, and then it, you react you that. react yeah. right but um but also yeah going on that note what was that like because that's pretty cool Well, it it was amazing. Um, And we were absolutely uh, blown away, thrilled. It was, it was so fun. I will tell you that we also had a fire burn down our warehouse right at that time. (laughs) But we were okay. We were okay. I, okay. but it was in October. It was right when the that article went out and our inventory was in there. But we made it we made it work. <laughs> we made it work. We have retail stores. We had a lot of stock at the retail store. We made it. We were able to fulfill the the amount of orders. It was oh, it was good. one of those things that happened. <laughs> and just actually on that on that note, like you know, that's obviously a, a very kind of out of control situation of you know, the stresses that come with brand building and having a business. What was your mindset at that time? And, you know, what advice would you give to people who might go through something similar, whether it's a mistake they made or something they can't control? How do you deal with it? Well, I think, you know, first of all, what I've learned is nothing is as good or bad as it seems in the moment. You may think everything is over in the moment, like we did with the fire. You also might think it, everything is, uh, you know, that you, you were going to be reaching an amazing new height because of something like the Oprah article. It, it, neither is true, to be honest. Um, nothing is as great or as terrible as it seems right in that moment. Um, yes. And so to really remember that and to really think about, well, what can I do? What can I control? What are my options? And then just, you know, at the end, you just focus on the, um, what does, how do I, how do I help the customer? You know, and if that means I have to spend extra money to get, I mean, that's what you're going to have to do and it's temporary, but 
you know, never, ever let down the customer. And, and speaking of the customer and, you know, you've had the business now for just over 20 years. And have you really found a way to do you have like a, a tribe name? How do you communicate with them best? And like, what are your customers like? The, our customers are amazing. I um I, I actually have pictures of them everywhere. I just uh-huh. to show people like, no, these are our customers. We, we have retail stores, so we meet them. We know them. We know their stories. Um, we have, a, a, you know, we just, we just call it the lather family. We don't have like an official club or name or anything. Like Although that. I've had several people say, we need a Facebook group. We need a this group. So, you know, it, they definitely uh, know, even know each other when we have events and we have people coming from all different cities. They will they will say, oh, I saw you last year. They actually talk with each other. They're really great. We have, um, we have a lot of customers that are are different than you might see at a Sephora or an Ulta. They're, um, they're just different. I, I can't explain why, but they, they make their own choices. They're very educated. They want to know more. They've been, they've been real partners in growing the business. They will tell us what they like, what they don't like, what they want to see. Um, and it's, it's a lot different than sending, you know, a survey monkey. It's asking them. You know, well, 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 why are you buying this product again? And wh- how do you use it? And well, what, how does it make you feel? And I noticed you bought this last time. You're not buying it again. Why, why not? Why, why, what, did it disappoint you? Or was it not for your skin? Or you, you, people will tell you so much in per- more in person and explain, um, you know, what exactly they're looking for. And I think that's been the key for everything for us. It's just always the customers always have the answers, always yeah. any answer you're researching, you're doing that, you're trying to have meetings and you're, you're putting the, you, your customers will have the answer <laughs> always. So it's just listening to them and focusing on them because oh, you work for them. And one question I had is also about, um, you know, you've obviously put your customers at the centric and the, 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 the it's a customer centric brand with really them at the forefront. And, Looking at your website, I mean, apart from just beautiful products or across a lot of amazing categories, what I love is I've been finding these like nuggets where I'm taking mental notes as a brand founder, being like, okay, one day I want to have all of this in my site. But like you've got this, you've, I mean, you've got this incredible like the lather edit, um, really cool mm-hmm. articles which fit in the universe, especially with your you know your hospitality and the wellness. You have this events with like the per, the private virtual parties mm-hmm. and connecting with experts. Another thing which I love this is Lather Hotel, meaning yes. it's like another great way. And I would love for you to just talk about Lather Hotel first. Explain yes. this concept because it's pretty genius. So we got into servicing hotels pretty early. Uh, I think it was two thousand and one, or you know, it was a few years after. We had some hotels come and ask us to buy our products. Um, and so we we did. And what we have found is that we have been able to provide such a better quality product than what is typically found in a lot of hotels. And um, it has really given us the opportunity to, to give our products to a captive audience. Um, and a vulnerable, a vulnerable 
person, when you travel, you are not in your home, you're traveling usually for maybe a wedding or some exciting event, maybe something sad, maybe a job interview or presentation. And you're in the shower that first morning naked. You're never more vulnerable, <laughs> ever. And then we help you know help you feel really great because a good shower in the morning, especially when you're traveling, it can it can make or ruin your day. And people who tried our products would reach out to us and say, I, I really I really loved my product, my experience there, and I I wanna I wanna purchase the full size. I mean, we did this way before we had a website. We had an 800 number. <laughs> and we answered the, you know, the 800 number. So it just, it, it, it became paramount to our growth and to spreading the word and to awareness. And we do it on such a large scale now that we're, we're actually found in more than 50,000 hotel rooms every day. Uh, and it, it is such an opportunity to touch those people, like literally touch them. Literally. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> And and have them see and 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 we you know we know we better have something amazing if we want to break through. It can't just be you know whatever else. It can't be forgettable. It needs to be memorable. And we put our energy in that. And and yeah, it's awesome. It's great. We love it. We love taking and care of the traveler. We love. Um, we we just we love that whole part. Yeah. And do you like see the connection between? Um, because I guess there's one angle of going into hospitality or in, you know, hotels, and there is a sense of you're hitting a really a new potential group of customers. It's a way of even sampling products. Mm-hmm. Do you often see um, through your like the D2C side or your retail partners that a lot of people who've, tr- who've maybe purchased it have said, you know, the first time I tried it was yeah. actually at this hotel. Like, has it actually yeah. been successful? A hundred percent. Amazing. Um, we we see that all the time, and people write in and 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 let us know. I first tried this, you know, in in Hawaii. I first tried this in here, or I, you know, my husband brought it home from a trip, and it was at the bottom of his bag, and I I ran out of shampoo, and I tried it, and it's amazing. I can't I can't believe I found something amazing. You know, we we hear it all the time, and oh, it's just so fulfilling, and I. Yeah, it's great. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And, you know, you've got such a, a hero assortment of rangers. Mm-hmm. Do you find that year on year, especially growing um, the brand, has it sort of has a percentage split like changed or is it like is that a category that's a clear like lather category well it ha- it definitely has changed over the years i think that um we have some amazing face products um that we did not have in the early days at all uh and there's been so many new ingredients and we've been able to create these really remarkable products that that has probably grown the most uh, as well as wellness and um, products, and uh, especially this past year, uh, products such as sanitizer. Um, we have this amazing sanitizer. It's made with food grade alcohol and and um, and aloe and essential oils, and it, it, so things like that, and the focus on on hygiene and. Uh, and wellness has really has really grown um, amazing, obviously from the pandemic, but also not just keeping clean, but stress and yes. sleep products yes. and muscle products have, have really grown. I, th- I mean, speaking of the pandemic, I think it definitely uh, a lot of businesses I've actually had on my podcast have been pandemic born. So, you know, for them, it's kind of like they don't know anything better. Like my yes. own brand, for example, I'm one of them. Uh, we were born in the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, it's been easy and not easy and easy in the sense of like, you know, we straight away adapted our model just to fit this new digital mm-hmm. well-being at home rituals. Um, for you, did you have like a lot of shifting in the business um, of like, you know, stores were closed at one point, et cetera. Yep. And how did you tackle the whole digital? It was, it was very, uh, very abrupt and yeah. very uh, dramatic for us because we focus so much on retail and hospitality and both industries were pretty much shut down. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? Um, we did, and and how do how do we we we've all, we've had e-commerce, of course, um, for you know since I don't know two thousand three or something. I don't know, but we've had it and we've run it, but not to where we've had to have all our business. And yeah. so, how how do we suddenly reach these customers? How do we make sure we're we're staying afloat? Uh, we, we, and, and what do they want and what are the customers, you know, really need and really want. And, uh, yeah, we had to change overnight and we luckily, because we've been in this business for two decades and we know how to make these products really well and really like we, we know them, um, we were able to, we launched hand sanitizer March 31st was our first and so we were able to serve our customers at home and our test our hotel clients because they needed it as well and we were able to get it to them um our first ship date 
was uh, March 31st. So that was a real key. And also just really understanding what do they, what do people want to hear? Um, they want to hear direct messages because they're bombarded with a lot of information and they want shopping to be super easy. They want to be able to find the products that they're looking for right now. And um, they, they might not be looking for, I don't know, a, a this was in the beginning, especially a, a, some complicated beauty regimen. They want to, mm. they're, they're looking for safety and they're looking for products that they might normally go out and buy and they, and how quickly can they get, you get them, the products. And um, we, we had to really focus on, on making sure our, our warehouse and our supply chain fulfillment was was doing everything they could to to fulfill the expectations. So our our website sales were huge, um, and we also did we also did um, buy online pickups on curbside on the store, and that was really great. We got that up up, and uh, yeah, we 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 just did the best. Good. It was hard to get get products made, and yes. and that w- that was a bit of a mess for a while. But but we were yeah. we were able to do it. And I guess like the whole world had a similar issue with increased air freight and shortage of supplies. And as yeah, you know, and I mean it's still. I mean, look, it's still. It's I still. Mean, it still it's is happening yeah. like insane right now, right? I know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You just need an amazing inventory and logistics and supplies and supplier oh manager. We need yeah. a whole and, army and, and, a, and a crystal ball because who can forecast anything? Like, uh, oh you know, are people going to want this in six months? No, and, exactly. Yeah. It's it's um, it's like testing. But I think that's why you know going slow as well is so important. And slow right. doesn't mean you know slow is subjective. So I'm not saying go slow is more like slowly at your own calm, comfortable pace, not comparing to the market and trying to rush and rush and even like when it comes to retailers like i mean i'm sure you do the same but sometimes you've got to like fight back and say look newness every quarter is just not what we need right now you know right now right. we need to like test listen learn and right. grow properly exactly um, and exactly a new product that isn't needed is a killer to your business exactly. <laughs> because that customer is going to be like oh wow i really what? thought i liked them and this isn't no. doing anything for me. And yeah. so it's... I call it like, the you know, it's like it's like a sour taste. It's like, you know, imagine getting a packet of, um, I don't know, M&M's something and one of them is sour. You're not going to put your hand back in. Right. Because you're going to be worried about... A hundred percent. There's another one, you know. A hundred percent, yes. And so, and then, you know, like post-pandemic, uh, hopefully now, it's, is it coming? Is it not? I, mean, I can't answer this again. I need a crystal ball. But let's say it's coming in a, you know brighter horizons are coming yes. what is the future of lather looking like in a normal kind of you know retail hospitality online world now it's really an exciting time because through all of this i think we all have figured out and and learned a little more about what really matters about how um valuable and precious health is and and also um, some of the, you know, and, and, and really what, what, what you need and what, uh, what you don't need, you know, yeah. um, we all thought we, oh, I can't do this and never, but, you know, we were able to adapt and some things aren't maybe going to come back because 
maybe they were wasteful. I mean, I mean, wasteful in all sorts of ways, wasteful for our mind, wasteful for, and, and that's true for the customers. And that's also true for our business. I think we figured out how to be more efficient. We figured out how to adapt systems that, that really work for us and other ones that maybe we didn't need and, and, and how to work as a team on, on an even higher level. So I think that um, I think it's it's an amazing time for anybody, you know, in the wellness space um, because people's um, mind and appetite for science and for and for health and for um, everything that is, you know, that they can do that is easy to promote mm-hmm. that is it's a great time for businesses in that in that area so 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 true and and do you feel for for lather right now um like from a team perspective and, and this is actually a question i personally have is um even going back a bit is what has the journey been like growing the team and do you feel like today you know do you keep on growing and growing? Because I've worked for big conglomerates where sometimes I feel there's too many people and small is small but mighty is better. But then you know, now as my current startup beauty business, um, you know, I'm now thinking about I need to hire a lot more people. So do you have any advice yes. for people on team? I I have learned so much um uh, as a manager, as is and I've made so many horrible mistakes that I look back on and just think, oh my gosh. I did not handle that well. I, I, I don't think you can prepare or really even learn how to manage people and how to really understand who they, who, and really understand how individuals, mm-hmm. you know, operate and how team dynamics are, are, are so complicated sometimes. I, I think that um, really for me, I've, I've learned that, um, that having a a good team doesn't always mean having a large team and and sometimes and and having a good team can um you know it's it's the two plus two is more than four you know it can elevate um the consciousness of what's missing more than you know i need somebody in um, accounting because we need these reports. And if we don't get these reports, we can't make these decisions, but let's say, and then having a team that works really, really well, a lot of the answers that maybe you you were thinking you needed those reports for get, get answered in other ways. And you realize, oh, maybe I don't need a, a reports person sitting in it. You know, it's, there's still needs, but the priorities of them shift. And that's the biggest thing I've learned. Oh, that's really, no, and I'll be taking that advice. So thank you. I do appreciate that because it is, it is a journey. And I think also just being, you know, being honest with the fact that it's, you, we make mistakes, we learn, we hire the right people, we hire the wrong people. We also deal with them in different ways. And um, it, it's a, you have to experience it for yourself. But yeah. I do think it's important to, that whole idea of building your team up with you. And I think you've done that over the last, you know, years is, is, yeah. is understand that it's a family at the end of the day. It as is a, a family. It is a family. It's, you know, you, you, you need to be the leader and, 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 and make sure. And during this pandemic, especially 
you're responsible for these people and yes. you, you know, and they are looking to you and it can be really scary, um, but it can also be so wonderful to watch people grow and to, and, and to have them as part of your journey. I, I've been able to work with the, the most wonderful human beings and oh, I've just been so lucky. Yeah. Well, I also have a question about you as Emily and kind of how you stay motivated and um, just empowered in your everyday, in your work, in your personal life. And do you have like a ritual for success you can share or like a morning routine? Oh, gosh. Um, well, whenever I'm down uh, or things are, are you know, I, I'm really worried or feeling negative, I... I always read our, our reviews and or look to that. And I remember, you know, I, I have to, I'm, I'm doing this for them. Um, and I really, really encourage all founders to do that because there will be dark times and you need things around you to remember the feeling of, of, of success. And for me, that's, that's, just having customer testimonials around me and reading them, reading letters and, and et cetera. But um, in, in my I personal life, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like a lot of entrepreneurs, I have ADD, like everybody, you know, I feel like yes. we all do, right? We all do. And it can be hard. I can, I will say like, definitely get, get the right team to keep you on track and to, and help, but have that also that space for the ideas and for the creativity and never lose that. Um, I play piano. Piano is so important to me and I play every day. If I don't play, I'm not, I don't feel balanced, but that really helps clear my head. I don't know. I, I think you have to find what works for you, but like what you yeah. said in the beginning, it's about the journey we're only here once it's it's not necessarily always about hitting a certain goal it's yes reflecting on how interesting it is that's what i like to say oh this is interesting this is something interesting that's <laughs> and this is colorful you know this is what life's about it, it's not a straight line um no. and if it is that's boring that's not interesting <laughs> oh my god you've said music to my ears especially <laughs> the, the straight i say that in everything i've done and like my corporate career when people said oh you're so young it's like yeah but experience is not a straight line it's like there's it's so many not. you know in one year you can do you can learn so much more things or less things than someone else it's not this not as black and white as, as oh, something and linear. you will go from like when I started I was always too young I mean not too young but it was always like oh, you're so young oh uh, you know and yeah. you go from that to somehow being like the old the OG and it's like what <laughs> Where was the middle part? There was no one gave me the middle. <laughs> yes. I went from being like, oh, look at this young girl doing this to, yeah. yeah, to the one that's, oh, you guys have been, you know it all. Like, I don't know. It just never seems it's, so. It's all just interesting, fun and interesting. I love, and, and it's, it's, it's all just interesting. I love that. That's my new yeah. way of like, it's, it's, and it is because it is, it's just fascinating. And in the day, like how people perceive you or comment on things, it's just, you know, it's external factors we can't control. The yes. most important is how you feel on your own journey because it's your yes. journey, not their journey. Um, and, and I also, your, your customers, as you said, right? Reading the yes. reviews. But yeah, you were also yes. saying. So. I was going to say, I also really appreciate what you said in the beginning about 
collaboration and reaching out to other people in the industry. You know, I used to be very afraid of kind of doing that and like, uh, and the more I have connected with people, especially indie beauty entrepreneurs that are, I, I see there's a, there's a wonderful camaraderie. There is yeah. support. We are still together kind of fighting the sort of system, right? In a way. Yes. So, um, and there's some <laughs> really interesting and smart, smart people that, that can be very willing to, to help and mentor. And, and so I encourage everyone, reach out, reach out to who you think your biggest competitor is, reach out to other people. You will learn a lot. And, and for the most part, people are really good people. They're, they're That's really good and they're, and they're supportive and we're all supportive of each other. And, you know, and if you bump into some of those that are not, there are 10 more people who will be. So exactly. don't let that persuade, yes, just, you, know, dissuade you or yeah. anything. Because even me, I mean, I can tell you even doing this, the reason why I launched the podcast was I initially had, you know, I'm new in the space working in corporate and I did engineering at uni. I'm not a, a beauty brand founder normally. So now coming into the space, it was quite lonely. And I was had a few founders reach out to me, which was super nice. And then I did some Zooms privately and I was like, these stories, the world needs to hear about it. So I thought, Absolutely. let me just network and meet all these amazing founders and just press record and let the word listen into the conversation. And that's like my, the reason brilliant. to do it. Um, so and, but of course, there's been some that, you know, won't want to do it and it's okay. It doesn't dissuade me. It's like, we continue. <laughs> we continue the mission yes. of collaboration over competition. That's um, right. So I, I think it's very important. Um, but before we go into a fire round questions, I, I ask, you know, um, this kind of, I guess you could say it's a it's a it's a more of a relevant question today with travel slightly opening up and then TSA is being a little bit more trickier than usual. And they're saying, Emily, you can travel, but you can only bring one. This is going to be so tough because you've got incredible products and you've got so many, but one lather product with you. Which one would it be? I will say honey moisture mask. Ooh. Uh, if I'm traveling, uh, we have a mask. It's it's. It's a honey moisture mask. You don't have to rinse it off. It just brings you back to life. It also feels really amazing. That's uh, that's probably what I would go with because if I'm traveling and I need, I think I could maybe man it, but I would need that probably. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's amazing. I mean, I'm also just currently on the website and it's got the most incredible reviews. So yes, oh, I'm thank that. you. Yeah, that's- Amazing. Um, Although, so we're gonna go, I will say yes. if you're allergic to bees or honey, it's not for you because people okay. don't realize we're using real products. And if you have a bee allergy, it's not for you. But if you don't have a bee allergy, you'll love it. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, so good. I mean, well, what I love is about your website. It's very easy to navigate and find what's good for you, what's not. And um, I think people will find something for sure because there's yes. so many incredible ingredients that you've got showcased in all your products. Um, so fire round questions. Um, first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So the first question is what's another beauty brand you're currently loving? Oh, May, May Lindstrom. Mm. She's beautiful. Uh, She's, I, but I've loved her forever. I just, I think they're an amazing, I just love them. I love that company. It's, it's very high end and it's, it's, it's very different than our brand, but I, I, I love what they are. Uh, what's a guilty pleasure of yours? Oh my gosh. Um, pasta? Ooh. Wine? Pasta and wine, the combo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I feel you. What's your favorite pasta? <laughs> and it's a trick question. It's an extra question. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, uh, gosh. I mean, I like the um, tagliatelle, like the, yeah. the ones that look like ribbons. I, I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't know. Pretty much any pasta. Any pasta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you currently watching or reading? Um, reading, um, I'm reading, I just, Empire of Pain. I think that okay. I believe that's the name. It's about the uh, the uh, oxycotton uh, opium, opium and uh, oxy epidemic. It's it's fascinating. It's wow. uh, let's see, what am I watching? I just finished um, Queen's Gambit, and yeah. we are just started White Lotus. A little weird. I don't know what's going to happen, but I like it. Ooh. And um, and you just watch Shit's Creek um, yeah, again. Everyone loves I, that because it's <laughs> it's a classic. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite social media platform right now? I I guess Instagram. I I also really like LinkedIn just for for business knowledge. I find really interesting things on there, but I. But Instagram, um, I'm probably personally most on just with my, you know, just personally, my friends and their kids and everything. And last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, what would you be? Oh, travel blogger. Really? I would want to be a travel blogger. I think they have the world. I think they have the world's best job. They literally fly around, take pictures, see the world. I, I don't. I tell every, every every young kid that's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, be a travel blogger. Yes. I, to, fun fact, I used to be a travel blogger influencer invited by her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I had photos back in the day that got like 30,000 likes on my travel oh my photos. God. And now I get like nothing. And I'm like, I should go back to travel. People like that stuff. <laughs> and I used to go to hotels. Get, oh. Yeah. I got invited by uh, countries, governments. I got full, like, the press trips. I got invited. I I would even, I just it. now I went on holiday and I paid for all my six senses and stuff. But before I used to get them comped and just I, post two, three photos. Amazing. And it was amazing. 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 I don't know if that's, I know. you know, like, I probably should say something more virtuous. But honestly, every I follow these travel bloggers and I'm just like, what? why am I not doing that? I know. I mean, I, 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 the worst part is, is I used to be it and I retired from it. Retired from it mainly because I was like, okay, I have I have a company to run and I need to like be with my team. It's fine. But and and now I pay, which is also which is which is good, but in a way. But it's kind of like sometimes I think, oh, I should just email that hotel and do what I did before and be like, do you mind giving me a comped room for a yeah. social media post? But no, I don't do that anymore. But but I do love my travel blog. Like that's where I get my inspiration of where to oh, visit yeah. the world and, and it's travel. So great! It's I, I, this world is is so, so much amazing, and we got to get out and see it. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully Especially now, post pandemic. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you can get a chance, we should go. So, well, I mean, Emily, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm so oh, in awe of everything you. you've done and what you stand for. And personally, I'm sure many people have taken notes, but I've got a lot of mental notes of like things you. you've said that will stay with me for a very long time. So really do appreciate it. And where can everyone find yourself and Lather on social or your website? Lather.com. Um a, our Instagram is at Lather. Uh, Facebook is Lather Skincare, I believe. And 
it's LinkedIn. I'm Emily with an IE. And yeah. uh, you, you can also find me on Instagram as well. But you'll just see pictures of my dog. But, but you're welcome to you should 100 everyone should go i'll put all the links in the summary so you can quickly just tap it away and, and visit and follow and do make sure to check out the incredible array of products featured on leather and um hopefully if you get to travel soon you'll also see it in some hotels yes, and spas amazing. around the world yes so thank um, you this has thanks, been a Emily. pleasure thank you it's been my pleasure and um, we'll see you very soon hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podcasts, the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review it truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.